Uh, hey guys. I know what this is. Of course you do. This is the Bloody Benders. I know it. Peaky Blinders? Close. <laughs> but but the Kansas version. But the Kansas <laughs> the Kansas version. Aww. The whiskey blinders. <laughs> nice. Everything's always whiskey. So this story is like the Oregon Trail, but with one death for all that is brutal and bloody. And true, like the Donner Party, but more sinister and actually less efficient. <laughs> Jeez. Hell of a cell. The Bender family consisted of four members. John Bender Sr., Elvira Bender, John Bender Jr., and Kate Bender. The rumors surrounding the Bender family were varied. John Sr. and Elvira had their children from previous marriages, so John Jr. and Kate were known to be stepbrother and sister. However, some whispers about town maybe speculated that they weren't their children, but a younger married couple who lived with John Sr. and Elvira. Ooh. Creepy already. Yeah. After the American Civil War, our country did a pretty embarrassing thing and relocated a bunch of Native Americans from the Osage tribe in Kansas to a new territory now known as Oklahoma. When this land was opened up in Kansas, it attracted a few spiritualist families. One of those families was the Bender family. Like to live with these Native Americans? Yes, as they said. Hmm. John Bender Sr. was a man in his 60s when he and his son John Jr. purchased land in Labette County, Kansas. This is about seven miles northeast of Cherryvale. Really, no one knows where any of this is. That's that's the closest seven hundred miles. So it was that close to Cherryvale. (laughs) Yeah. Whoa. I love that. All the information is like it's like really close to Cherryvale. It's like. Where the hell is Cherry? Seven hundred miles is really close. Seven. Seven. Oh, I think seven hundred. Seven miles. <laughs> seven seven miles. miles. Northeast of Cherryvale. Cherryvale is the f- home of f- cherries. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, I actually looked it up, and it's like in between St. Louis, Missouri, and Austin, Texas. It's like in between a bunch of big cities. There's, in that's like all the farmland. ass corner of Kansas. It, like, it is in the like the southeast corner the of Kansas. The ass ass corner. The ass ass corner of Kansas. The ruralist of the rural. Kansas. Kansas. <laughs> so John Sr. and John Jr., they had purchased land in 1870, and they registered about 160 acres of land in the Great Osage Trail. So that was the trail, like the only known safe trail, like passage to the west at the time. So this is in 1870. So a cabin, a barn, and a corral, and a well was built on the property in 1871. And that's about the time that Elvira and Kate kind of showed up. Mm. So it was just John Sr. and John Jr. And then all of a sudden Elvira and Kate showed up. So he was a single dad? Yes, and she was a single mother. Mm. Brady Bunch. Brady Bunch. The Bloody Bunch. The bloody oh. bunch. The uh, bloody uh, bunch. I don't like this. Felix, change the channel. I can't. I have to watch it. It's riveting. How do you know? <laughs> Wait a minute. How do you get these rules? I, 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 don't know. I just book. know them. So because of their house being on that trail, their their home kind of operated like an inn. So people would pass through there. They had like a general store in front. Um, you could like stay overnight. They everything would give you dinner. About, everything about this is f- Creeping me out. Right yeah, now. there's like nothing else around them. Yeah, and it was you know it was small. They had common areas, and then also there was like a whole um, two acre vegetable garden, apple orchard. Damn. And the weird thing was about this family: not only did it seem like single dad, single mother, they just had a lot of random rumors surrounding their background. They were known for being German immigrants. 
um, but there was really no documentation for them or their relationships to one another either. Possibly only the male bender, so John and, and John Senior, John Junior, were born overseas, and they're not even sure if he was like from Germany or the Netherlands. Common. What's the difference? Yeah, I'm just I mean, gonna like, say at that really, point, it's come like, on. different types of mustard, or yeah. and it was also. Elvira may have not even been German at all. She may have been born somewhere near the Adirondack Mountains. And she actually had some rumors that she had married a bunch of times and had murdered all of her husbands. Ooh, um, That she had 12 children. Ooh. But when she... Tell me, what, what's new about that? Like, that's, that's a lot of kids. kids. That's a lot of kids. Yeah. And you the, have them. The ooh part is the fact that she only moved here to Kansas with one of those kids. So, like, <laughs> oh, what... <laughs> what? Yeah, I didn't even. What the hell happened? So I would not gutty. even. Sow yeah. them wild oats. And some people even speculated that John and Kate, so the children, were actually another married couple, and they were just kind of saying that they were their kids, but they were actually this other younger couple that lived with cohabitating, yes. interage mm-hmm. couples, like yeah. a, a hot stepdaughter, stepbrother. This is way too seventies. <laughs> yeah, it's like nineteen seventies, not eighteen seventies. Right? Thank you. Right? Thank you. As it was said, John Senior and Elvira were in their like fifties, sixties, and everyone said they did not uh, speak nor understand much English, and they really liked everyone to think that. And Elvira was described as a very unfriendly woman, and sometimes called she devil by neighbors. And her and John Senior kind of kept themselves for the most part. Um, however, John Jr. and Kate, their children, or just the younger couple the that cool lived couple with them. couple that was just chilling. Um, this is so nuanced. They said that they had an accent, but they spoke fluent English. Um, they were known as friendly, charismatic, and very good looking. Um, however, sometimes John Jr. was, and this is what was quoted, he was talked about as being a nitwit. <laughs> All right. You don't use that one enough nowadays. No, you don't. Oh, yeah. nitwit. It's got some bite to it. Too. It does. <laughs> what a nitwit. And he would just laugh aimlessly. <laughs> I like that, though. That's charming. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. somebody who's just got a jack. Yeah, somebody who's just got kind of like a ha 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 ha. It's better than just like screaming aimlessly. Right. It's like, ah! I was thinking like this, like systemic depression of like, yeah, or just being the sad boy and just sighs. Yeah, sad boy, emo, emo kids sitting on the corner. He's just like, ha 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 ha. Like the opposite of overconfident boy is sad boy. (laughs) Does Does it ever bother you that people who are clearly insane and couldn't speak English and came like are, are like you know? able to procure 160 lands of like rural like Kansas and and live this like really you know what I would consider to be a lavish lifestyle if you've got that much land and a two acre vegetable garden and a corral and all kinds of like because land was like a buck 50 for five acres you know we need to go back I know we do need to go back People would just murder you, and there'd be there'd be no record. <laughs> oh, we would thought. be fr- Angela. People just murder <laughs> you. Well, she knows the story. Time. Apparently, a great time. <laughs> we need all the unaccounted murders. Spoiler alert: uh, Make America great again. Let's go back to the 1870s rural campers. And they're just murdering all the shit out of each other, all over the place. Anyway, uh, the traveling woman. No, <laughs> Call back. Call back. Damn, there's a thread, maybe. Kate, who is the daughter or wife of Joan Jr., um, she considered herself a healer and psychic, and that's how she attracted people towards the inn. Um, and she also promised she could just cure illnesses. We don't really know how. 
She also conducted seances and was known for her free love spiritualism. Less than a year after the Benders arrived, some very mysterious disappearances and horrific murders began to occur. First, there was a man named Jones, I'm assuming his last name, who had his skull crushed and his throat cut. And he was discovered in Drum Creek. So that was in 1871. So they bought this property in 1870. And by May of 1871, they found this guy with his skull crushed and throat cut. Already. Couldn't make it a year. Then in February 1872, the bodies of two men were found who had the same injuries as the previous guy. So within two years of them moving on to this trail, people started avoiding that area altogether and try to find different ways to go to the West. I mean, that was kind of the reputation of that area. You want to go down Skull Crush Trail? <laughs> Why is it named that? No bother. This is like an Good early luck. version of Waze. Just let you know where to go. You don't want to, oh, you want to stay from there. There's a lot of skull crushing in that area. Yes. Yeah, so, okay, Angela, earlier you were you were saying this was one of the main like This was uh, one of the main west. ways to go west and then within 2 years people were like, "No, I'll find a different way." So that was traveling like, out to California and just heading west. That was one of the main that was one of the known safe ways to get out there and then all of a sudden it was like, "No. Nope. Your Bone head's crush. going to explode." It went from Kansas Trail to yeah. Skull Crush throat slitty trail and then everybody was like nah I'm not and go. then they're like have we'll you seen around. Blood River they're like I'm out <laughs> going I'm through out. Nebraska in the winter of 1872 so this is still within that two years of them buying this George Lancourt and his daughter Mary Ann left Independence Kansas yes to resettle in Iowa mm-hmm. and Hawkeyes they- oh alright go them um go them <laughs> Enthusiasm <laughs> appreciated. Go them sports. Sports. Sportsies. Holy <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh, That's a f- promo. Sportsies. That's a f- promo. That's tight. Well, the sad thing is they these people were never seen again. So George, <laughs> the laughing your voice doesn't make it sound so sad. <laughs> you hurt this bastard. They were never seen That's again. Terrible. I hurt this bastard. George and Marianne were never seen again. Um, they happen to have a really good friend, though. Their neighbor, who lived in Independence, Kansas, Dr. William Henry York. He was like, I never heard back from them. Where did they go? So he went looking for them. And the sad thing is, Dr. York never returned home either. The other problem is, for the benders, at least, is that Dr. York had two brothers who were like, whoa. Where the f- my Where brother. the hell's my yeah. brother? And oh, so, man, a brother's revenge—that's gonna be f- cold. And one of his brothers was a colonel. Oh, Ooh. so he was just very intense. It's colonel all... Ed York. Well, f- his name is Ed. This and... is gonna be a Cohen Brothers movie. You, you mark my oh, words. Yeah. Ooh. And a Kansas State Senator, Alex York. The so, other one was a senator, yeah. a colonel, oh, yes. and a senator. This f- hornet's nest yeah. is alive <laughs> right now. You f- with the wrong family, yo. Yep. So they were like, they knew his travel plans. He let them know. Hey, I'm going to go find my neighbors. Never returned. So the York brothers were like, what the f***? Colonel York gathered about 50 men. It's a posse. And questioned every traveler along the trail and visited every single homestead in that area. So he arrived at the Bender's Inn. He asked about his brother. 
And they they were honest. They said, yeah, he stayed with us, um, but maybe he ran into trouble with the Native Americans. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Colonel York was like, um, sure, I guess that could happen since we just relocated all of them somewhere else. <laughs> I mean, a little kind of off angry, right now. Classic you know? fake news-ass bullshit. However, he later returned to the inn with some <laughs> armed men because he had been informed that a woman had fled from the inn after being threatened with knives by Elvira Bender. Oh, okay. So when they went to go question Elvira, she pretended she couldn't understand English, and they denied the claim. But all of a sudden, Elvira, who apparently couldn't understand English, all of a sudden started saying, oh, that woman's a witch? She cursed my coffee. And then, <laughs> and then she was like, get out of my house. So they oh. were like, okay, so this woman knows way more English than we thought she could. And... Everything about her response and her reaction, they were like, oh, these people totally did something to all these people. But they didn't have any evidence. They could just tell, like, there's something up here. Neighboring communities around the area began to make accusations about Osage County, which is where they lived. They were like, "All everyone around here has been disappearing. Like, what's going on? And they kind of were blaming Osage County. So a meeting was arranged, and the Osage Township began... Um, they had like 75 locals there, and including John Bender, Bender Sr. and John Bender Jr. So, like, the Bender men actually came to this meeting. And they were like, well, we're going to have a search warrant. And we're going to search every homestead from Big Hill Creek to Drum Creek. And no one knows where the hell that is, but Do just it. so you have it. Yes, there seven miles there it is. So, northeast of Cherryville. Do it up yep. right. <laughs> the problem was, so these guys were at that meeting, and they made this big declaration no one kept an eye on the benders, and they all split. Nice. Oh, Sneaky the ass classic, benders. Uh, what's it called? Okie doke. <laughs> I was about to say okie doke. Yeah. I swear I was going to say okie doke. The okie doke. Classic okie doke. Okay, dokey. It's like Sun Tzu. It's in, it's in the art of war. It's the classic okie doke. Keep your friends close. Your enemies okie doke them. Okie doke. So it would have been about three days before anyone even noticed that these people had been gone. Um, they abandoned other farm animals. They were all unfed. And also, there was a bunch of bad weather, so they had the search had to be held off. But eventually, a giant mob showed up, and um, the search party at the end began with Colonel York. He was like, there. He's like, where's my brother? What's going on? Let's do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they get there, and the cabin was empty of food and personal belongings and had a really foul odor. Then they realized there was a trap door and clotted blood on the floor. So they realized there must be something in there. So they actually took all these men and, like, moved the entire cabin. They're like, there are bodies. We're moving the whole structure over. Why did they just open the door? Why did they just open the trap door? It's probably locked. Well, it was a dumb move. (laughs) See? Because there was nothing there. However, they started to explore the entire grounds around the cabin and the garden. And in the soil of the orchard, they found Dr. York's body, buried face down. And they found nine graves, but it was getting dark, so they came back the next morning. They found eight bodies in the nine graves and a body in the well with a bunch of body parts. Every skull was bashed with what was assumed as a hammer, and every throat was cut. They double-tapped everything. Exactly, I was going to say, come on. The only one that wasn't that didn't have any of these injuries was the body of a young girl, and um, but they suspected that maybe she had been strangled or buried alive. Ugh. 
I think I'll take the strangling over the buried alive. I don't know. State Senator Alex York said that's one of the brothers. What is so f- funny about that? Exactly. <laughs> Trying to think about what, what, would you have to be strangled or buried alive? And having to have the labor decision anyway. <laughs> and then both him and Cass go. <sighs> you guys are toughy. So like. the next morning. <laughs> it just goes right Sorry, into it like it's nothing. I would say like, I'd the horrible, be strangled. horrible way you died. Like, anyway. of, yeah. I'd rather be strangled oh, than like a suffering of, of the buried alive type quicker. of thing. No, it was I great. agree. That it was great. So a Kansas newspaper reported that a friend of the Benders named Brockman was, um, they were like hanging him from a beam in the inn until what? unconscious and then re- kept reviving him and then hanging him and then reviving him. Like, oh my God. Like what they did to Deadpool. Basically to get information out Spoilers. of him. Holy They're like, you're his friend. Like, what have you done? What's going on? Um, don't feel bad for this guy because he was arrested 23 years later for the rape and murder of his own daughter. So Whoa. He okay. was kind of a piece of shit. Um, Reporters from as far away as New York City and Chicago came when they heard about these murders. I mean, this is 1870, so it's like, you gotta gotta travel. Someone's gotta get on a horse. That is massive news. Yeah, it is. Someone's gotta make a sojourn to (laughs) deliver this news. That is like, that's (laughs) that's a journey. It's a pilgrimage, really. Oh, God. Um, and the weird thing was too in 1870. It's like we're all we're, we're just all we've always been the way we are. The cabin was eventually destroyed by souvenir people. It's like <laughs> souvenir yeah, people. Like the souvenir hunters were like, mm, someone kill a lot of people here, and just like kind of. I took want this that. law. We have yeah. always been horrible creatures. We've always been horrible yeah. creatures. Murderbilia. Yep. Murderbilia. Yep. Ugh. Um. So that state senator Alex York, so Doctor York's brother, he offered one thousand dollars reward, which in today's money would be about twenty thousand mm. dollars for the Benders family arrest and then um, the governor actually offered two thousand dollars which was about forty thousand dollars equivalents to 2019 money there are some people who did escape from these people and so based on some testimonials of people who had stayed at the inn and escaped this is what was found to be the way in which they would attack and murder their people oh jeez the host would give the guest a seat of honor at the head of the table, which was positioned over the trap door. Oh, my God. And that was next to a curtain. So there would be this curtain that their back <laughs> would be, that would be behind their back. And Kate, because she was cute and charismatic and attractive, she would distract people, talk to them. Um, and then John and John Sr. would come from behind the curtain Open it up like surprise, mother, and then strike the guest on the right side of the skull with a hammer, and then the victim's throat was cut by one of the women. So probably because he was right-handed, is that, is that why? Like it was just like a ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I would assume. I would assume on the right side. So yeah, must have been. Yeah. And then the body was dropped through the trap door, and that would go down to the cellar where they would kind of prep the body and they would strip it, take all their belongings, and um, then they would just bury the property in the orchard and not every victim was wealthy no. so they kind of just did this for Thrill fun kill. yeah they uh. just like to do it that is that is always so fascinating me. there is there is just a certain switch in the human brain where i just dig making people end yeah. i just dig seeing someone knowing that they're not around anymore and it's because of me when I looked at someone and said, I don't want you to exist anymore. I get to do it, and then I get to go on with my day. <laughs> so a man named William Pickering said that when he had refused to sit near the wagon cloth, because there were stains on it, 
He was threatened by Kate with a knife. Another man, a Catholic priest, said he saw one of the Bender men concealing a large hammer, which made him feel a little, a little uneasy. Oh my god! So yes. he dipped. Yeah, I'm done. Um, two men went and went to the inn because Kate was a you know she said she was a psychic reader and everything. Yeah. So they decided to stay for dinner, and they felt really uncomfortable sitting next to the cloth. Oh, that's a Claire uh, sentience, Claire. right? Claire sentience. Yes, I think clairvoyance. It's, but it's a sentience. Claire. Just spidey sense. I like something that doesn't feel Basically, right. Just this ain't right. Yep. I don't like things behind. Curtains. I don't like to <laughs> stand in front of blood stained curtains. Yeah, I don't like just windows. Saying. They ate their meal at like, the main shop because there was like the general store in the front. Um, but Kate became very abusive towards them. And then all of a sudden, two Bendermen, the men just came out from behind the curtain. Benderman. The Bendermen. <laughs> the Bendermen. And they were like, why were they back there? And they just kind of just like paid and left. Um, which probably saved their lives. Yeah. And then also when people were scouring the cabin, um, bullet holes were found like in the roof and the sides, which kind of meant like some people tried to fight for their life maybe oh, and kind of like, didn't get out. Yeah, imagine having that sidearm like right between your legs with your thing, your like left hand on it in case anything totally is a totally is a Coen Brothers movie. We yes. didn't happen, by the way. I'm, right? I'm writing notes, no, by the way. This is Someone amazing. get in touch with them. No one really found these people. The Benders. Are you they kidding escaped. me? They no got away really completely. They're still out there today. There was a lot of... <laughs> were there descendants? There were a lot of Ooh. vigilantes that were like, oh, we got them, we killed them all. But they were like, but they never actually brought their bodies. So some people were just kind of claiming stuff no. and no one was like, just well, you didn't bring them. Right. Bill, if you bring me antlers one more time and expect me to believe that's a pelvis, I'm going to punch you. <laughs> How can you look at antlers and go pelvis? I'm like, I know. I'm yeah, yeah, pelvis no, from no, antlers, no, no. Bill. Okay. okay. I'm not, I looked it up that one time. I'm not, no. <laughs> you got me once. I'm not a dummy. I mean, there was some records of them like buying train tickets, but at some point, like the mom and dad kind of went off on their own, and then John and Kate went off on their own. Um, and their news, the news of the escape spread and searched everywhere. And there was, like, a search that continued on and off for, like, 50 years. Jeez. Um, and unfortunately, during that time, it's like, if two women were ever seen traveling together, obviously they need to be asked if they're Elvira and Kate, even though right. people said, like, the husband and wife, and then the other What's two went on? off. But yeah. it's like, you know, two women off on their own, it's obviously. not weird. Unaccompanied. Yeah, very... What are you ladies Thumbs doing? up. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, guys, everything about this whole situation is making me feel very uneasy. Kansas doesn't really feel like home for me. <laughs> Never was a fan. Now I'm even less of a fan. No. It's terrible stuff. Like a situation. They have good baseball. Do you they? would care about the baseball. I do care about the baseball. I ensure they've got no, all, this, all the murdering, but the baseball's good. Yes. Like, murdering is one thing. Everyone's got murdering, but they don't have enough, like, kind of.